topic we were looking at. I want us to look at something a little bit different this morning. And that we, uh, from the book of Exodus chapter 4, uh, Exodus chapter 4, I will read just two verses of scripture. Verse 1, verses 1 and 2, Exodus chapter 4. And Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice. For they will say, The Lord had not appeared unto thee. And the Lord said unto him, What is in thy hand? What is in thy hand? And he said, A rod. What is in thy hand? Uh, most of this, what do you carry? It's a, a rod. I'm just carrying a stick. This rod is not is not an iron rod this time around. It was just a dry, lifeless stick. We all know shepherds don't carry iron rods. They carry wooden rods. So well, the word rod here does not necessarily mean iron. It's not something strong. Very feeble, very fragile, can easily be broken. If it's a rod now, at least somebody can stand. If it's long enough and continue to, you know, to swag it, and then maybe it can hit two, three, four persons before it's captured. But this one cannot even kill anyone. If you hit someone with it, it's very dry, very, it's not something heavy. We all know it's something light. It's just for them to be able to direct the, the ship, the, to direct the, you know, the flock. And um, God was talking about defeating a kingdom, defeating a kingdom, defeating an empire, defeating a nation. God asked Moses, what do you have? Uh, they were talking about, Moses and God were discussing about, you know, how to free the people from, from, from Egypt. If we read through chapter th uh, 3, we will see all the debates there and the call of God upon Moses. And Moses said, look, it will take, you know, it, 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 I don't know the army, I don't know what the army that can face unto Pharaoh. Moses grew in the palace. Moses knew how they stockpile ammunition. Moses knew the strength of Egypt. Egypt was the world power. Just like now, as we are, we know that it will be very difficult for any army in the world now to defeat the United States of America. Right now, United States of America is the only superpower we know in the world. So it does like, you know, um, somebody wants to fight uh, against the army of America, and all that is carried in his hand is maybe uh, uh, a, a catapult or carrying a stick, and he wants to go and fight the army of of, of United States. Everybody will look. Hey, what is this? So God and Moses they were in, in discussion, and and um, God said, "Well, Moses, I'm going to use you. I'm going to." Uh, you are the one to, that will bring the people out. He said, how am I going to defeat Pharaoh? God is like, you don't know who Pharaoh is. I don't think any king in this world, I don't think any army in this world can defeat Pharaoh. And so when God asks, you know, Moses, what is in your hand? It looks, it looks,
what kind of question is that? So if we are talking of defeating Pharaoh, is it what is in my hand that we are going to use? What do I have that can be used to defeat Pharaoh? What do I have, you know, that we can use to face, you know, to face Pharaoh? Just like today, many of us are worried today. When you see people who are worried, most of the time, the cause of worry is, is the thought of inadequacies, is the thought of insufficiency, is the thought of uh, uh, incapability. When somebody feels he's not capable, when somebody feels he doesn't have what it takes, some people will say, I don't have what it takes. This is what I want to do, but I don't have what it takes. I, I can't do this. No, 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 no. This is more than me. That's usually the things that we talk, but I've looked into the scriptures and I've always seen that when, when what, wherever a man wants to go in life, God has put in him what it takes to get there. There is no man that God has a destiny for, that God has not deposited what it takes for that person to get to where he's going. The problem is we not discovering what we have and what it can do. Like Moses here, God said, what is in your hand? And, God, and Moses said, it's a rod. And God said, that's okay. And Moses was looking at, what, what is God saying? Does God know what he's saying? Is this man is this man joking or what? What is he talking about? We are talking of Pharaoh. We are not talking of facing goose here. We are not talking of, of fighting um, a, a little child. Even a giant, a strong man, a soldier. You can't use a, a shepherd stick to fight a soldier. How much more an army? How much more a, a national army that you will stand before them and, and be waving your stick? I mean, <laughs> it's, it looks funny, but that's always how it is with God. The Bible says that, that with God, nothing is impossible. God can use a Bible to win, to win a nation, to win against a nation. So God said, what is in your hand? And Moses said, God said, okay, cast the rod down. Cast it down. And Moses threw the rod on the floor and it became a serpent. And then the Egyptians were laughing. So, so this is the trick you want to play. So do you think you are the only one that can turn stick into snake? And then they threw their own stick too, and it became snakes. And Moses got more confused. Ah, what are we talking about? Moses got much more confused. So God, what is this? You sent me to, to deceive me. You sent me, you know that 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 these, these people can also multiply snakes. Mm -hmm. But we saw what happened as little as small as that snake of Moses was. He swallowed all the other snakes. And after one thing that surprised me was that when the, when the snake of Moses swallowed up all the snake of Egyptians, the snake of Moses did not swell. It, it did not swell. It didn't get bigger. It's, I mean, one, one snake swallowed up like 10 snakes. We know that if, it's, if a snake swallowed up something as small as a rat, it, the, the snake will swell. You know, this, um, how much more swallowing of snakes, plenty of snakes, and, and still remain the same. The snake still remain the same. The snake did not, did not increase in, in, in size. The miracles of God, the things, you know, that 
never believed it. That God could use the, 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 the stick in his hand was enough for his assignment. God has given us everything. That's what the scripture says. The Bible says God has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. There is nothing that we need in life that is not within us. Everything we need is within us. The money we need is within us. The strength we need is within us. It's been given to us. You don't need much. You don't need much to get much. What you need is always enough. What you need is always enough. Like Esther. When they were to face the, I mean, the, the, the sellers have been, their death warrant were signed. And they said, okay, all of you are going to die. Uh, Haman had gone to the king. He had made the king to sign the death warrant of the people. And then all hope was on Esther. Who was Esther? Esther was a slave girl. Esther was, was a girl where I was taken in captivity. The, the needs of, um, of, of, of Mordecai, a gate man. There was no strong connection that they had, but God took her to the palace. Unfortunately, when the matter happened, it happened that for 30 days, Esther had not seen the king. So Esther, what position was Esther? So Esther was in no position to do anything because she had no audience with the king. So she was not in a position to do anything. She was handicapped. She felt, well, I'm handicapped. The king has not called me. The king has not said anything. Now let's read Esther chapter 4, verse 11. Um, I'm just trying to, to introduce the topic to us so that we can get the better understanding. And the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces do know that whosoever, whether man or woman, shall come unto the king into the inner court, who is not called, there is one law of his to put him to death. Now what you are asking me to do can only bring death. What you are asking me to do cannot bring deliverance. I am not in that position. I am not in favor with the king for now. 30 days, the king has not sent the king. The king has not sent for me. And as long as he has not sent for me, I cannot talk with him. I cannot discuss with him. So I am no, I'm not in any position to help you. But, but Mordecai said, who knows why you are in the palace for such a time as this? God has put you for time to be in that palace, to be the deliverance of the people of God. But the woman said, well, the only thing you're asking me to do now is to commit suicide. I am not in that position you think that I am. I am incapable. I am unable. I, 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 I don't have the power. I don't have what it takes now to step in to help you in any matter. I am handicapped. That was how she saw herself. Just like Moses saw himself, you know, a joker. Am I joking? You know, I can't go to Pharaoh. He gave 11 excuses. It will read through. You will find that 11 excuses. Moses gave. He will give this excuse. He will give that excuse. At a point, he said, I don't want to go. Send another person. I cannot. I don't, I don't have what it is. I cannot even speak. Moses had speech impediment. He couldn't even speak. He, 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 if you want to say, call God, you say, oh, God, 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 
God. You want to say, God said. You say, so, so is that what the king will listen to? How will the king listen to a man like me that don't cannot even speak? Sometimes we think it's by oratory. Sometimes when God wants us to do the, some things, we say we don't have the language. I don't. I I, I cannot speak very well. Uh, my English is not too good. You know, it, for every assignment, what I'm trying to say this morning that if something is in you that can take you from where you are to where you must be. Something is in you. God has planted it. It's in you, and you don't need much to do much. You don't need much to get much. That's what I'm telling us this morning. Where's what I'm telling us this morning? What can this do? Moses began to wonder, what, what, what's the problem? Esther began to wonder, oh, oh, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? We're talking about the, 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 the decree that has been made. The decree that cannot be reversed. The king has made the decree. Nobody can reverse it. Everybody knows that law is in our constitution. That the moment the king put his stamp upon the matter, it cannot be reversed. So what are you telling me to do? Most of us don't even have access to the king. I'm but Mordecai reminded her, you are in this palace for such a time like this. You may look handicapped. You may look not capable. You may think you want to commit suicide. No, you are not going to commit suicide. God has put you there for a purpose. You have that power. That power is in you. God has put it in you. And you can be what God wants you to be. And that's what I'm trying to tell us this morning, that we have all that it takes to succeed. We have all that it takes to be what God wants us to be. It is true that we belittle ourselves. It is true that we look at the job that we do and how much we are paid. And then we look as if, what is it? Well, I mean, this one is just to keep body and soul together. Uh, I mean, and God is telling you, you are going to, to do some things for him, you know, and you just look. So as far as you are concerned to yourself, you are not able, you are not capable. I mean, what do you have? Who are you? Who am I? Just like um, when God called Saul and told Saul, Saul said, I am the least in my father's house. Our father's house, we are the last born. We are the tribe of Benjamin. Even the king, is, if Israel is going to have the first king in Israel, is he not supposed to be from Reuben tribe, from the tribe of Reuben? So how, what kind of talk are you talking how can God start from behind, from the twelfth child, not from the first, not the second? How can God jump eleven tribes to come to our own? This this is not reasonable. This is not something that can be done. And more so, I come from a village. I come from a a, a village that is so little, is is so obscure that I don't think any good thing can come through it. But in the real fact, God has made His choice. You are God's choice, brethren. You are God's choice. God has made his choice. It is you God wants to use. It is you God has put his spirit on. It is you that God has empowered. It is you that God has chosen. And everything is in you to be what God wants you to be. The Bible says God has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. Everything. Everything. It doesn't matter how you see yourself, how you look down on yourself, how you rate yourself, what it takes for you to fulfill destiny is being given to you. It's been given to you. The disciples came to Jesus 
And uh, Jesus, I mean, they, they came, they went on, on the crusade. And Jesus, and, uh, and they, they had 5,000 people to feed, 5,000 men to feed. We're not told how, how many women were there. We're not told how many children were there. So in a, in the crusade like that, you expect women because women love God more than men. Women are always in attendance in the program more than men. So where you find five thousand men, that there, there should be close to eight thousand uh, uh, women. And how many children will be there in those days when people give back like that? Maybe there will be ten thousand or fifteen thousand children. So it was a great crowd of people, and and Jesus said he was going to feed them. And, and, and the disciples, the disciples, uh, he said, they, they should go and look for food. And, and somebody said, where are we going to get food to feed these people? And somebody looked at the, the crowd. Only one woman came with uh, five slices, little, little slices of bread and two pieces of fish, of, of fish. And then he brought them to Jesus. And everybody seems to be laughing. Everybody seems to be wondering, where, where are we? Where are we? Cajoling and say, where are we deceiving ourselves? And they even, all of them made a statement. Do you know what they said? They said, what can these do among these people? What can these do? What can these do? What can these do? This money I have, what problem can I solve with this? This job I am, I am in, what, what can it, what, what good can come out of it? They even look at it because Nazareth said, what good can come out of Nazareth? Nazareth is a worthless place. We don't think any good. We don't, we don't, Nazareth doesn't have the pedigree to produce great, great men. No great personality have come from there. That's, that's usually the case. What can this do among many? This one cannot do anything. This one cannot solve any problem. We're talking of thousands of people to eat. And Jesus says, sit down. We must always sit to look inward. What does God want me to do with what I have? That's what matters. That's the inward looking. When we look inward, there's always what God wants to transform that little. That's always what God wants to do with that little grace, with that little faith, with that little oil, with that what, no matter how little, that little knowledge that you have, one of the greatest, you know, uh, uh, pastor or, or minister of God that ever lived on the surface of the earth. One of the, one of them, one of the greatest, one of them is is Archbishop Idaosa, who did not even go to primary school. He didn't have education. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't go to secondary school. He didn't go to any university. But he sat with kings. He sat with presidents of nations. Sometimes the, the well Ronald Reagan was there. Ronald Reagan will invite him for lunch, sometimes for, for dinner, sometimes for breakfast. Say, Archbishop, please, can you just have a breakfast with me? That's the president of the whole world, the president of America. Having dinner with an illiterate, having dinner with so-called a man who did not go to school, did not have a degree attached to his name, but he had something. There was something he had, and that thing was what God used to take him to where I was going. So there is something in you. That's what I'm, going, I'm talking about this morning. Um, there's something in you. There's something about you. There is something that God has given you. God has deposited in you. Remember that woman with the uh, with the with, 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 with the oil in the book of First Kings, chapter eighteen. You know. The 
woman said, uh, I mean, Elijah said, uh, I mean, he, 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 uh, give me something to eat. He said, well, I don't have anything. I don't have, there's nothing. This I said, no, I believe God sent me here. God has a purpose for sending me here. I believe God sent me here, you know, to, to, to come and eat in this house. What do you have in your house? He said, well, um, I don't think I have anything. He said, think about it. He said, well, just a little oil, a uh, little cake. I will just bake this. And then when we eat, we will die. He said, no, you can't. It looks so small that after you eat it, there's no hope. But God is saying, when you eat this one, you will continue to eat. I believe, I want to, I want to trust God for someone this morning that that thing you have, that thing that is in you, heaven will put life to it in the mighty name of Jesus. It may, look small, it may look small, it may look little, it may look inconsequential, it may look ridiculous, it may look unbelievable, it may look like it's a child's play. But I'm trusting the God of wonders. The Lord said to me, he said, son, this is the season of the supernatural. Brethren, get ready for the supernatural. Get ready for a turnaround. Get ready for a tumbling miracle. A, a, a surprising season. A season of divine surprises. A season that, that, that like, like the, 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 the days of, of Gideon, when the, the little biscuit waver, a cake of barley, just like um, the, the, the family biscuit, what we call family biscuit or shortcake. You know, that was it. It tumbled in to the army of, <laughs> of, 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 of the enemy, the Midianites. And then he brought down the army. He overturned it. And there's something in you. There's something about you. There's something that God has given you. Even the army of the wicked. It may look like a cake. It may look insignificant. It may look inconsequential. But because you are a child of God, he has put in you what it takes for you to navigate through life. You are not going to look for it. It's in you already. That little money in your hand is not going to be exhausted until your miracle begins, uh, until you begin to experience your miracle. That, that job you are doing, God is going to... God is going to transform you. God is going to put his life into things that there's going to be a supernatural turnaround. I am trusting God because he said to me, he said, son, this is the season of the supernatural. And each time God is saying the season of supernatural, it, it means God wants to do the unbelievable. God wants to do the unbelievable. God wants to use the inconsequential to, to glorify his name. God wants to use the things that men despise to 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 astound them, to to surprise them, to to God want to use foolish things to confound the wisdom of the wise. That's what God wants to do. Even the Bible says you don't need big faith to get things done. The Bible says you have little faith. Matthew chapter seventeen verse twenty. If your faith is as little like a mustard seed, it's going to get the job done. So don't say, I don't have enough faith. Even when it comes to faith, you don't have to have a big one. That little one you have, that was even a man in the Bible. He didn't even have faith at all. What he had was unbelief. And he came to Jesus. And Jesus said, you must have faith. And the man said, well, I don't have what you are looking for. What I have is unbelief. 
and and but as as long as he acknowledged it, the Lord helped him, and his unbelief was turned to faith. Very little faith, very small faith, but it moved the mountain of his life. That little faith of yours is going to move the mountain of your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. It's going to move the mountains of your family in the name of Jesus. Amen. It's going to move the mountains of the nations in the mighty name of Jesus. That's what God is capable of doing. They brought those two little fishes to Jesus in the book of John chapter 6 verse 9. And, the Bible, and Jesus lifted it up to heaven. What you are going to do this morning is to lift up your life to heaven. Is to lift up your hand to heaven. Is to lift up the gift, the talent, the grace, the little money you have. Maybe all you have is 100 euro or 1,000 euro or 2,000 euro. Whatever, whatever it is, I want to trust God that, that that is not going to finish. It's going to multiply in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. The spirit of the supernatural is the spirit of multiplication. The spirit of the supernatural is making what looks insignificant or inconsequential to be something amazing. Amazing work is what God is going to be doing this season. God is going to be surprising his children. God is going to be visiting houses. God is going to be visiting families. God is going to be visiting churches. With church that look like 10 people, you are going to do great things. God is going to multiply that church. God is going to increase his people. God is going to transform his people. God is going to do something wonderful, something miraculous, something amazing, something beyond the ordinary. I am trusting God that that little, that insignificant, that, that one you look upon and feel that it can be thrown away and, and you will not feel it. That is them. That is what God wants to use. That is exactly what God wants to use. That little rod, that lifeless rod, that, has, that, that, that does not have any strength in it to fight anyone. At the, end of, at the end of the day, all Moses thought was that I was going to use the stick to start beating the people. <laughs> but God, but, but God, God, God thought otherwise. All that he needed to do was to stretch it forth. Every time that there was something to do, all he needed was to stretch it forth. That little faith, all you need to do is just stretch it forth. It's just to exercise it. It's just to let, just release it. When they got to the Red Sea, there seems to be no way at the Red Sea. The Red Sea was in front of them. The soldiers were at their back. The mountains were by the right, uh, the right and the valleys by the left. There's no, 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 no going anywhere. But that same rod that look lifeless, that look incapable, that look, you know, inconsequential. God says, stretch it. That's all they need. Stretch it over the sea. Just stretch it over the sea. As soon as he stretched it over the sea, that was what he had. He didn't have, he didn't have anything to, to construct a dam or to construct a road or a tunnel. There was not even time for that to make the tunnel before the enemies would overrun them. So, so, so God was not expecting to make a tunnel. God was expecting him to stretch the road. It was enough. As far as heaven is concerned, what we are saying this morning is that what you have with God is enough. All that is required to be done is for the hand of God to be upon it. 
And I see the hand of God coming upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I see the hand of God coming upon your family Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. I see the hand of God come upon your ministry in the name of Jesus. Amen. I see the hand of God come upon your situation Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Don't begin to look at yourself that there is nothing you can do. That what you have is not enough. It's the, 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 the little, the, 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 when you are cooking, you know, uh, uh, food for for, for a community of a great number of people, maybe a convention or, or, or school or something is happening, there's a party, a birthday party or a burial party and all that, you know, that hundreds of people will eat. You don't have to go and chatter, you know, a trailer load of salt. No. Less than a bag of salt, just little salt. Maybe you just turn it into it and everything Everything about about that soup or cooking, this little as little as this salt is, it just transforms it. As little as it to transform, you may bring all the meat together, bring all the fish, vegetables together. That salt, as little, what will we bring the 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 the, 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 the taste in the meat? Meat has no taste with. Fish has no taste without salt. Vegetable have no taste without salt. This is what it is. That's just that little thing that we just question around and make it sweet. And I believe a little faith, if you can turn it over to God to make your life sweet, it's going to transform everything. It's going to bring, you know, into... When, when David was going to the battle, Samuel chapter 1 verse 17, he is to shoot. He has no arrow to even shoot. Small, small stones, pebbles, and then in his hand. That's why the Bible said they are not carnal but mighty through God. The weapon are not carnal but they are mighty through God. As long as we are shooting through God, we are ability. We are shooting through God with God's accuracy. As long as we are shooting, God, we are shooting with God's enablement. We, part of our warfare, are not carnal. They are it may look small, but when it goes through, that's why we do not depend on our own. That's why in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 9, by strength shall no man prevail. We are not we are not depending on our money. We are not depending on our, but we are depending on Him because we, the Bible, we live in Him. We move, and in Him, in him we live. In Him we move. So we have everything in Him. Let's stop ourselves as if we are we are handicapped. We are not handicapped. We have our being in Him. Bible says, "My strength and no man prevail." Strong, we know what they are. The Bible said, "The back strong, the race is not what the Bible says." That's what the Bible says. Over six is it's not by power, it's not by my, my spirit, says the Lord. The race is the Ecclesiastes chapter nine verse eleven. The race. 
The fastest man does not always win the race. Slow people. We have we have very very. We have people when we were in school that like dead. There's nothing you put there. Their brain could not just just take anything. Yet when they came out, better than than A students. They were far far excellent students. You know that is it is. It's not to the sweet. That's what the scripture says. What sense of God with you? What matter is the hand of God resting upon you? That's what that, that, a woman was in debt, serious debts. Debts and the children were to be taken away to captivity. Or from verse 1 to 7. Second King chapter 4 from this woman's children was to be taken into and there was no hope. Now she went and approached the man of God. And the man of God asked her, What looks like a stupid question? If I have anything in the house, what I will do with it? I will have sold it. I, I, will, I wouldn't seeking for help. It's because I don't have any that I can sell or that I can. Pay the debt. If I had chairs, I would have sold it. If I have bed, I would have sold the bed. If I have a mattress, I would have. I don't have anything in the house. There is nothing. Everything is exhausted. It's gone. That's nothing. He said, Are you sure? He said, Well, I'm even telling you, I mean, the house now is one little oil, bottle of oil. And what can that do? It's even little. I don't think it's up to one quarter in two of jar that I have in the house. And go and borrow vessels. Go and borrow vessels. What you have? There are heavenly vessels that are available to multiply. So all you need to do is God's is always around you. God's vessel is always. God's vessel is always available. That little oil, just throw it into God's vessel and it will just throw it into God's vessel and it will, it will continue to flow. So I'm trusting this morning. Whatever you have this morning, whosoever, whatever it is, just release your faith to God. Let God work with what you have. God can always that's one thing I've seen. That little for that woman to cook and die, God work with it. Is it this other woman that has little oil? She and there was a flow. The woman borrowed when the vessel got finished, the oil flowing. That is it. So the, your capacity, capacity of your belief, the capacity. Trust the capacity of your expectation. is very important that your little ah, that your little faith can move mountain, that you achieve much. So we don't we don't need to get have this. I don't have it. What do you have? What do you have? The heavenly vessels are all around you. When Moses went, when they got to a place, and then they. they and the water was bitter. God did not tell them to go, you know, to, to go and get um, uh, 
and plant to treat the water before they will drink it. Beside you, Moses, just beside you, there's a stick there. Just water. That was all. And the water, you know, perfect. The impurity in the water, this, when, 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 when Abraham got Moriah and um, he, 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 Lord, he had released his faith. He had released his faith. Abraham, now, there's just within where you are, within your environment, had to turn and go and bring ram. As he looked with ram there, everywhere you have never seen God run up and down and go and look for something. Every it needs. What, what the people need to be met is always within them. Whatever this morning is within you. As plant things around you, within you, within your reach. Run you up and down. You don't need to run elders. Release your faith this morning. I see miracles happening. This morning, I see miracles. I see healing. I see I see breakthrough. I see open door. Your faith this morning. Maybe little. You may not have much. I am trusting God that God is going to do going to do mighty things. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to talk to God. Keep him this morning. There is something about you. It could be just to as inconsequential as the jawbone, as the jawbone of an ass. It was the jawbone of an ass to kill 1,000 soldiers. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Just a jawbone of an ass, a dry jawbone, a bone that nothing will happen. Not the head of, of, of an ass, the lower part, you know, just from, you know, to the throat, the jawbone of an ass. That's what's and and 1,000 soldiers were killed, and he took their unit. That is what God can do. That little, that little. Begin to release our faith. Let's begin to trust God this morning. There is a certain amount in your hand. It may look to never finish spending it. Because before you spend it, another money will come. There will be a flow. There is a flow. There is a flow coming to your family this morning. There is a flow this morning. I trust God. I believe. I can't believe, I can see that the hand of as I'm speaking to you this morning, my faith is strong. Telling me God will do it. God will solve that on that situation. God will change that situation. God will visit you. There's a visitation coming your way. Visitation is 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 around your corner. And Looking onto that thing that is inconsequential, unimportant, that thing that you look and you despise, we take it and make it big. God will take it. What you think is no longer working, God will make it work. Let's begin to thank God. Let's begin to praise Him. This morning, let's honor Him because God, God honors it everywhere. Every, 
I'm trusting God to break yokes. Let's tell, putting everything 
Lord, this last time you are behind, I am Lord, this time put my faith in you, put my faith in my faith in the truth, put my faith in the truth, I put my faith in the truth, Yes, my deliverance. Jesus said the truth. Lord, you will
said it. Heaven up because of her of, of her heart, her heart to give to the Lord, had to communicate this. Heaven is communicating money. This you are making this money, asking me to pray over you to even to talk to God. Heaven is talking. Heaven is 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 real to this effort in the Christ. I stress to my brethren this heaven this morning to them that they have made a fact that they have woken and said, Look, they will not continue to sleep with you. Oh God, you said their tears. You is anyone is anyone is anyone's condition hyper whatever the sickness problem, whatever God my father they have released their let there be healed there be miracles miracles receive receive your darkness over broken in the name is anyone in Jesus? I was owing. I wondered that's about that's about thousands of dollars was owing, but was forgiving. Giving. I am asking that that debt seems to be to to to, to, to be turning that debt when you seems to to to. You, you, you know, blood uh, pressure to every issue, high blood pressure. Is. This morning, heaven into it. Oh, Jesus. It's in the name of Jesus. Heaven into your condition. Heaven into your situation. Heaven into whatever is. I pray heaven into taking your mind to whatever is causing uh, in the name. I command them, I command the super in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Over your family, name of Jesus. Receive, receive it mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus. I declare it from the crown of you to the soul. Be filled. Testimonies with favor. I release the faith in this morning. I lost mercy upon in that name. Let mercy, let favor come. This supernatural your life. I become numb. Let the supernatural. Becomes norms in of Jesus. Lord, we bless you this because you have because you have spirit for their morning upon you. Morning is their morning of visitation. They have released the faith. Within days, within weeks, oh God, let there be a that I receive this visitation. I'm experiencing the supernatural 
to be their testimony in the name. Oh, thank you, Heavenly Father, this morning. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Amen.